gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Philip and David. Well, it's been a week. Well, actually, no, it hasn't even just been a week, Hoffman. I've missed us. I missed this. I missed this. And uh, it's been about now, for us, two weeks. We've had a couple of weeks to fully detoxify, fully get out. Don't even ask me about the Oscars, please. <laughs> well, which was which was worse, the winners or uh, the losers or the ending? Wait, I mean, it, it can uh, you know, it wasn't I, that great. There were a couple winners that that infuriated me uh, and a couple winners that I was just kind of like disappointed because I didn't think it was right. But that ending really was like it felt so flat. <laughs> yeah, it was very appropriate. It just goes to show that the Academy doesn't know what's in that that envelope. And when they open it up, they're just as surprised as we are. And uh, and they that just goes to show it's not fixed. And I'm enjoying a beer right now. Don't judge <laughs> me, Phil. And oh, uh, that was the other news that came out that we probably would, won't talk about unless it was today right here. Another round. Yes, it won. But now they're they're eyeing. It was the latest news. They're oh eyeing, eyeing Leo DiCaprio for the lead role in a U U.S. remake of that film. I was insulted. I was too. I I think it's it's insulting on two levels. First of all, there's no reason to even make that film. Like, th don't. No don't. reason whatsoever. Watch the original. It's brilliant. It doesn't need to be remade. Read the subtitles. Don't be a lazy. <laughs> Second of all, if you were gonna do an English remake. Cast Mads Mikkelsen. He speaks English. He's been in loads of American movies. But back to my original point, don't make the movie. It doesn't need to be made. Don't do it. Agree. I, I will say, coming from an American perspective, it was unique. I'll put it that way. Unique to see Ian uh, play something that wasn't a villain. He he has more of a villain tone over here in the American side Wait, of I'm uh, sorry. cinema. You, you mean Mads Mikkelsen? Or Matt Mickelson, excuse me. I, always, I was thinking of You're Ian, Ian yeah. McKellen. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, you're two right, very you're right. different <laughs> men. <laughs> two very different men. Two two very different types. Yes. Oh God, it's been it's been two weeks. I'm a little rusty. This week we are talking. We're doing a red carpet themed episode. We're going to be talking. This was kind of partially a a suggested topic by our audience. You guys. On Instagram several weeks ago, someone thought we should talk about celebrity doppelgangers because they thought I looked like the guy from from you. I'm forgetting his name now. And I looked it up and there was, yeah, maybe. I've never gotten that one before. I feel like his chin is more pointy and his nose is more pointy than mine. And then, you know, we also thought it would be fun. I think we had the idea in the middle of one of our other episodes to talk about celebrities that we we don't really like so much. So we thought, why not combine it all and do a... Big, fat, red carpet themed episode. You know, his name is Penn Badgley. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And he's a good actor. I've seen some of those. I've seen some episodes of you. It's a good actor. I've seen some episodes of you, baby. <laughs> Have you? I haven't. I watched those. What? Oh, wait. What's that television show you're in, Penn? What's the detective one? What are you talking about? Where you're in a detective uh, television series. Me? Yes, you. I'm not on any television series. No, in the detective series. Is this a joke? No, no. Weren't you in uh, the detective series Perry? Oh, Perry Mason. Oh, as background, yeah. Well, but I mean, come on. You're, Did you you're watch in a it? television series. 
No, I don't have it? access to HBO. Oh, okay. but I, I watched it. I watched it. I'll say it was really cute. I I was um I I was literally just background in a couple episodes, and you do see my face. I watched it with my mom because uh just because I wanted to see it. After seeing some of it live, I wanted to see it, and and my yeah. mom, my mom and dad got so like especially my mom got like so excited when you see my face. Yeah, in, in one of the yeah. one of the courtroom scenes, they literally like pan right past my face, and my mom got so excited. She was like ah that's you you're on tv yeah, yeah. even though it's like just background I, I, they're 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 big fans i guess all right anyway. so we were the assignment was and i understood the assignment was that we needed to come up with celebrity doppelgangers hoffman may i go first for you yeah absolutely by all means all right you might be insulted and i want you to have access to look this up because i don't know if you'll know okay. who this is at first but it, i <laughs> all right I, but, got, yeah. I got it ready i'll look it up all right i think you look like a young bearded ian mcshane do you know who ian mcshane is off the top of your head i i maybe the name kind of faintly rings a bell ian mcshane probably this this is the best shot oh, i have for reaching the mass populace this is the guy who is the owner of the hotel yeah. uh, for the John Wicks two and three. I think that that's my best shot at explaining to the to the people who Ian McShane is. He's a Jonathan, you, you here at the hotel, whatever it is, need to go and yeah, kill I, this guy. I, I, I just looked him up and I he is going um, to call you Jonathan. He's the guy. He's, he did and, had uh, one episode in Game of Thrones. Like, this is not what he's known for, but he had one episode in game of thrones as well season six a great great role like good episode like he, he played a great role no but yeah you know congratulations for coming up yeah. with something that i've never heard before yeah. you're welcome and i don't think it's insulting i just thought it was unique where you wouldn't know and then he's a tremendous actor no no i i mean as long yeah, as absolutely because i see i've seen him now with a beard Ian and then Shane. when i merge i merge yeah. that with him younger because I looked at young <laughs> pictures, I was like, oh, him now kind of looks like you both as bearded. I wonder what he looks like younger. And it was like, for me, it was perfect. He's He's got this weird kind of like dark mustache yeah. that comes down his like cheek. But then like, mm -hmm. like in the middle, it's dark as well. And then in, in between, it's like super gray. I was going to say, I don't know how your beard will age like his. So there is that. But uh, the facial hair and, and you both have a strong resemblance to one another. All right. Who was your I'm curious. Okay. Who, yeah. who did you come up for me? So, I'm, I'm sure you have you have probably heard this before. I, maybe not. I don't know. The only one that I could think of. You're very you're very unique. You're wonderfully Aww. unique, Phil. The only Thank one you. that I could kind of come up with. And this is kind of loose. But Taylor Lautner. But you're a lot less squinty than squinty. he is. <laughs> That's funny. That's he's good. very like he's very squinty. And I assure you, I have he's the always... same six pack under here. I am packing. <laughs> yeah, he he got his inspiration and in workouts you, you, from uh, me. I'm quite notorious for them. Yes, right. I shred on the weekend, and bro. You, you've got all the the Team Jacob girls. Yes, I do. I do. Just uh, swooning mm -hmm. over you at this yes, point. Yes, the campfire. Have you heard that before? Uh, no, actually. That, I mean, we're going to get into our next uh, our next little part here is talk about celebrities we look like. I felt inadequate going into this one because I don't really ever get told I look like somebody. Uh, so I was very intrigued to see who you would pick. Taylor Lautner, very flattering. Mm. I mean, you could have said, I don't know, who, who would have been? Like, you could have said Steve look, Buscemi and I would have been very insulted. <laughs> so so I'm glad and and I compliment you. 
you should you should look up Taylor. There are actually some pictures where I'm like, yep, yeah, there's actually there's some similarity. No, no, it, it makes sense. And I again, I acknowledge and appreciate what you said. And like I said, I wanted, I felt like <laughs> mine was very complimentary to you as well. I, I could have. You kind of. You kind of sound like we've been through marriage counseling and, mm. and, and we've been told that you have to acknowledge and appreciate yes. what the other person is saying. And anyway, um, <laughs> okay, so why don't you go first this time? Talk about some of the celebs that, uh, that you always get told that you look like or that you think that you look like. Yeah, I always get told that I look like a more handsome Ryan Gosling. <laughs> that's that's who uh i all the time just people stop me in the street even with my mask on it's eerie so annoying yeah it's just so like annoying. guys please no i mean i'll sign your autograph no i i i like i said earlier i don't really i i wish that i could bring more to that one i don't really get told i look like somebody a lot i'm very unique for better and for worse facially uh, that's what it is. How about you, mm. David? Who do you get told that you look like a lot besides I get, the you guy? I, I, I get, I, that was only the one person through uh, anonymously through our, inst- well, not anonymously, but through our Instagram. I used to, when I was younger, I used to get Drake Bell oh. before he, before oh. he got a little older yeah. um, and maybe, yeah. Um, I used I I used to get Christian Bale a couple times. Like there were a few people who who said that. I was kind of on that spectrum. I was gonna maybe yeah, put that. I was yeah. like, I I can see this. I it's it's close. It's a little loose. It's a little yeah. It's um, it's interpretive. Yeah, I I when I've had a mustache, like when I just have like just a mustache, mm-hmm. I have once gotten a the love child of James Franco and Tom Selleck, which I was like, huh, wow, what uh, what. Uh, Wow. What company to be in? Um, yeah, what a devious that was, that was mind cool. that one is. Yeah, yeah, I was I was delighted with that. I was so happy. But the number one, I think I've gotten this from from at least three people, and three people, two of whom know the celebrity. Both of them were teachers of mine who know this guy, Eric Bana. I got I've been told that I look like a young Eric Bana, and the, I have looked up pictures of Eric Bana when he was young. And re- re- remind me, I, I gotta say there. There are a couple pic uh he was uh Hector in Troy. He oh, was he was yes. Hulk. He yes. He was the 2003 Hulk. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh so, god, so, I just saw that the other day. It does not age well. Oh. No, it it really did not. God. Um no, but I will I will, I'm going to maybe post a picture of this on our Instagram. You should. Of us side by side cuz there are young pictures of him when he was young and it it really is like uncanny. Like it's insane. Now that's good. But, and but I, I I told them, I told both those teachers, I was like, if you ever, if you ever find out that he's doing something where he needs a younger version of himself, I can do it. I can do it. I swear. I can do an Australian accent if necessary, because he is from Australia. Please, please keep me in mind. Unfortunately, I think you're a few, like, you may be one decade too late. This past decade, he was hot. He was in Troy. He was in Hulk. He was in the astronaut or the time traveler's wife. He has You never know. Yeah. 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 I mean, he could come around. He could come around. All right. Uh celebrity role models so this is the part where we want to each talk about two celebrities uh whom we admire or whose careers we want to emulate hoffman who are two two uh, celebrities that you okay either so, look up to or want to emulate yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to pick like you know tom hanks or <laughs> right uh, i read like i would love to say brad pitt because i really admire brad pitt's acting and i think he's great and i love the roles that he plays and i'd love to play similar roles but but it's just like, yeah, obviously, of course. You right, know? right. So I, I thought I'd go for like someone slightly less um, A-list. I mean, he's still pretty A-list now, 
But even like three years ago, where his career was like three, four years ago, he had done a season of Game of Thrones. He hadn't done Mandalorian yet. Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah. I really like like I would be okay with just having like, you know, like maybe featuring in like for a season on a show or or do like three seasons on a show or something. Not necessarily be like Oscar winner David Hoffman, but be known in the industry, known by the people, but not necessarily like people are going to like swarm me or, or like I'm going to be on the cover of magazines necessarily. And the other the other celebrity is is um is actually and I thought about this and maybe this is because I've been listening to her her podcast recently and I know a lot more about her life but Jenna Fisher she played Pam on The Office yes, yes. and I love that she she had she ha- was you know a leading one of the lead roles in a TV show for nine seasons and she's done lots of other like episodes here for TV shows and movies and stuff nothing like she's not huge huge. But um, she's had a really great career and she's a family person. She has a husband and kids. And I, too, want a, you know, not a husband, but <laughs> a wife and kids and, and have a family, you know, and bake bread. She bakes bread, you know, like I, I like I would I want that home life. I want that home life while still being an actor. So I really admire Jenna Fisher's the way the way her the way I perceive her life to have gone. That's that's something that I would want to emulate. What about you? See, if you did want a husband, you could marry me. And while you bake bread, I could break bread. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I OK, so for my two, it's a little bit different because I on the one hand, I do have a, I do have in me an actor, you know, somewhere deep in there. That's still at a foundational piece. I would like to continue acting at some point once I have my other career set. But because of that, I'm going to have two separate celebrities. I don't believe you'll know who my broadcasting uh, celebrity is, but I Mm -hmm. think he is uh, probably not. Yeah. He's across the spectrum, pretty well recognized, but for my acting one, and this is, I think I'm going to get an eye roll from you, but uh, you know what? Fuck you. Uh, John Travolta. I've always looked up to, I know I've, I've always looked up to him ever since I was a kid. Now, recently that hasn't been as sterling a recommendation as anything, but when I was younger, I really did see him as one of like the top, triple threats out there where he he was known for his yeah. dancing and singing uh he had a lot of talent he had a, at a i think he was he might have been nominated he's been in a couple academy award nominated films i believe he's he had put out a, a great stretch there where he was both starring in a lot of great films and doing a lot of great films so i i love the the work but john travolta was always somebody that i just really looked up to and really admired and uh really set the scene for me to be interested in the arts weird as that may sound yeah no not not weird okay and then my broadcasting celebrity would be colin cowherd i really uh look up to him i think that he's got very smart opinions very smart takes and I, i you can definitely tell the work that he puts in day in and day out and he i just i really appreciate his approach to the show i appreciate his approach towards sports and i appreciate his uh, dedication and work, it shows, uh, and while he makes it look easy. So those are two celebrities that uh, I find to be role models. And this is a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. Next, we're doing celebrity, celebrity peeves. Yes, we could have made this its own thing, is how notorious, we're- at least between us, these particular topics are. <laughs> we may have to even go into deeper yeah. specificities later on in a separate show. They, that's how deep these run for us uh, each. 
There's, I actually have probably quite a lot of these, but I, <laughs> I, I, I chose the the two that that I think I've mentioned both of them on the show before. I think I've mentioned uh, at least one of mine. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I'll start. Look, and my, my reason behind both of these is that I, I, I have no like. I just, I, ha- I detest when people have a complete lack of humility and class. And both of these, both of these celebrities, in in my perception, really truly lack any humility and and class or or yeah anyway so uh jared leto's one of them jared leto i he has like i I, from the stories that i've heard just oh my god like puts his own ego ahead of ahead of common decency um the stories from from suicide squad whatever on that set the things that he did because uh because he thought he had the right i don't know just don't like him i don't i don't (laughs) i don't i think he's a good actor but i don't like his work like i don't really like his work and I don't like I I whenever he's on like talk shows it just irritates me so much. <laughs> May I say that this was probably the first talking point you and me ever had really. We had had some slight interactions before this and then one day we were on our way to go see a film because we discovered that pretty early on in our tenure and friendship. Right, uh, yeah, our yeah. mutual friend uh, had introduced us through movie watching so we kind of established that and on the way to one film we talked talked about i think it's a film that's upcoming still for him i was like oh did you see the new morbius film uh it's a film that he's he's has yet to release or ha- they have yet to release that he's in and it just it's spark boom pops the dynamite you just went off and I, I like i could not have been more shocked that somebody had such a strong opinion on on jared leto like i've heard it about uh the kardashians i've heard it about there's some other inflammatory celebrities and you just went all out on jared leto it was absolutely surprising don't like him yeah don't like him the other one the other one you use speaking of the kardashians don't like the kardashians either i i think that the, their fame is toxic to society but the, the other one is kanye west like talk about a complete lack of humility um and just general like i just like i i think my my dislike for kanye is completely justified i do not like that guy and I have no problem saying it. So that's that's yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's fair. He's very uh, opinionative as a person, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's it's he's egotistical. Yes, he's egotistical. He does, and I, I just have no respect for that. He's a chocolate dipped banana dripping with ego. Anyways, mm. uh, my celebrity peeves. <sighs> my first one. Is for, and I, I don't even need to set the table like you did. I, I, I just it's Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter <laughs> and the per, okay. and, uh, nepotism personified. Truly, the reason yeah, the sure. reason why I say that I, I always worry about how things are perceived sometimes and how people will take it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that she's woman, nothing whatsoever. And I always worry about that. It's, it has nothing to do with that. You look at any of the films she's in. Time in and time out, I always attribute her to be the worst. Objectively, I feel maybe it's now it's become a something of a bias, but objectively, you go and look at each of the films that she's in, she is the worst part of them. I, and it just again, it reeks of nepotism. Where you look at Jurassic yeah. World. What's sure. the worst part of it? Yeah, no, she really is the worst part of that movie. <laughs> she is the worst part of them. I think the rest of it's fun and, and it and can be exciting. Or uh, maybe not Jurassic World, but the one before that. Uh, you, you, maybe whatever the first one was of the reboots. Uh, she's the worst part of it. That was the first one. Okay, okay. Then that's what I mean. Of the reboot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you look at Rocket Man. 
the worst part of that film is any any interaction she has with the film. I just I don't I don't like it. I hate that how her dad Ron Howard and it completely reeks <laughs> of her getting advanced because of that. It really sits wrong with me that she's become something here and and it just it doesn't bode well i don't know i just don't like bryce dallas howard more so for what she stands for than her as a person i she does come across as a genuinely good person i will give her that hopefully she is but it's more so to do with what she embodies i suppose uh and then the other one is takashi 69 i don't even know if you know who this is hoffman no idea let's just say snitches get stitches he is that one guy who went to jail and then went and blabbed on everybody and he's a rapper and he has like the candy cane dreads and he has like the saw chain he if you don't know who he is kudos to you he annoys me anytime i see news about him he annoys me he just uh, probably the same for for kanye but just in a different world and i i don't know why but maybe it's because i was in a radio station and our circles just kept interacting and i was annoyed every time i had to look up news or anything to do with takashi 69 better off your world by not getting involved with him whatsoever yeah. can i just say kanye like i don't even think like there's some some of his older songs that are like kind of good but like not even that creative i think of kanye and i immediately think of poopity scoop that's like stop trying to tell me that his music is really artsy and like inspired stop it it's not it's utter utter crap complete shit for me, it's uh, I I'm I like a lot of what he did. I do think he is a genius when it comes musically. That's just my opinion. The person I could care less for. I can separate the two, uh, but let's. For me, it's like when he made the religious album. I had tons of people, tons of people tell me, "Oh my god, this is the best thing on the planet." I'm so happy about it. And it just reeked of. All right, just because now he's finally going with a subject matter you care about, I, 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 this is not nowhere near the good quality that he had before, and it just it feels, uh, it feels uh, normalized. If anything else, um, let's move on. Let's move on. Before let's move on. Yes, before we blow a gasket and we talk about Nomadland. Yeah. Uh, this is fun. This is fun. This one is fun. All right, last one. Celebrity crushes. Now we wanted to. You wanted to start out the age group for this for when we were six to ten. I got to be honest with you. I couldn't come up with somebody. Maybe towards closer to the ten range, I had somebody, but I feel like they were more appropriate for the next range. So who are you going to go with for the age range of six to ten? When you were six to ten. Yeah, when I was six to ten, I I don't even know what. Like I think it was the movie Honey, which is like a dance movie, and my celebrity crush was at that time was Jessica Alba. Mm. I, I absolutely adore Jessica Alba. See, now I go with you there with Jessica Alba from the ages of 11 to 15. From the ages of 11 oh, to yeah? 15, Good Luck Chuck was, oh, it was a, that was a fine film, my friend. That was a yeah, tremendous yeah, yeah. film. She was, she was just, oh, the epitome of, of attraction for me. Mm, just, mm, ah, chef's from, kiss. From 11 to 15, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. From 11 to 15, I, I, I think in reality, I was still on Jessica Alba from the for the first few years and then moved into the the person, the next person. But I, I kind of picked two that I was kind of maybe into at that time. Uh, Jen Aniston, but only because really? I was watching Friends. Oh, only because I was Jennifer watching Friends. Anderson, and wow. she was a little, she was a, a little bit younger in Friends and more sort of, yeah. Not that she's not, you know, still gorgeous when I was when I was 15, but like I wasn't like that into her. Sure. And Natalie Portman, again, like I thought she was 
like gorgeous, but uh, but I wasn't like she. I wouldn't. I don't think I ever actually considered her a celebrity crush. I was. I was mainly still on Jessica Alba, and then moved into the person who I who I had a huge crush on in my late teens, who was Mila Kunis. Ah, that '70s show, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that and and like Black Swan half the rom-coms that were yeah half, not really back Black Swan. I watched that. I think a little bit later. Um, but Mila Kunis was in like half the rom-coms that were coming out at that time yeah. with Ashton Kutcher and Justin Timberlake and, and, and forgetting Sarah Marshall is to this day, my favorite rom-com. It's such a good rom-com. That is a fairly good rom-com. Actually, actually really funny. Yeah. We should do a ranking of rom-coms. Anyways. Um, we should. Uh, yeah. My 11 to 15, which is Galba. Okay. So your late teens. So that I'd, ima- I'd imagine that that goes that from like Mila 16 Kunis. to 19. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, so 16 then, to 19. That was Mila Kunis for me. For me? It transitioned to Scarlett Johansson. This was the era upon which she, oh, how do I say this? She exhibited her upper body strength a lot. Now, I know that that has, she became distasted with that, uh, but she, uh, she, uh, this was a good year for that couple of years. It was slight and it was, it was short, but man, Scarlett Johansson was, was just absolutely at the top pinnacle peak of what I thought was. Let us go, baby. Let's let's uh, let's get lost in translation. Let's do Black Widow. Let's let's go through the entire list. It was oh, it was fantastic. Early twenties. Now, this is the part and uh, time somewhere in here. I, I forget when it, it, she like released her first. Can I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Can I guess. Yeah. Is it Ariana Grande? <laughs> it is absolutely Ariana Grande. Whenever she released her first, <laughs> her like first like two albums, or maybe her her I knew her, it. Her like her second and third album whichever was like the one preceding god is woman and then she released one with mac miller that was i don't know it's like something about it i I think she came into like my uh what is that purview when she did that whole licking of a donut thing i i and that's the only reason it's not like the actual act of licking a donut did something for me it was just more so i just remember that being around the time i was like who who is this and why do we care about them licking a donut and then that started a a poop ball rolling there where I got caught up in so you're a t- poop ball yeah because I got caught up in one brush past that casually yeah because you know ball. a dung beetle uh, rolls up poop you know so it creates a ball uh, okay I didn't think you were going to be able to rationalize that with me but I, I get it sure right. um early 20s I was uh, this was when I was like super into Game of Thrones oh, I used to procrastinate for yeah. my my engineering exams uh, with just Game of Thrones history and lore, like the lore of like this fake universe of Game of Thrones, which had no bearing on anything in the real world. But yeah. that's how I would procrastinate studying for my exams. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. And I was I like I was just I was a super fan at that stage and they ruined it. But that's not the point. I I, I was super. I, I loved Amelia Clark. She was my ah. my early 20s were all Amelia Clark. Yeah, she could have been the mother yeah. of your dragons. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, it always bothered me that like, you know, like it never bothered me personally, but I always figured like if we ever met, she would be, she would be bothered by the age difference. Just, <laughs> it never uh, bothered you, real sh- but you were always very considerate me, and worried I, about her well-doing. I knew and, that it would bother. It yeah, would probably bother her. It would probably yeah. bother. <laughs> Jesus, how con- kind of <laughs> considerate of you. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on. Okay. So, but oh, what's that's your, right. So you said, that's right. Yeah, your latest. Right. I'll, I'll, uh, it's I the forgot. the same about for you, right? 
Yeah, the the latest for me was the same. It still is Ariana Grande. She hasn't really she mm. Ariana, are you listening? Yeah, I know are she, you listening. She's engaged for like the seventh time now. Come on. I want to be next in line. <laughs> next in line. I, I can do it. Please. Please, Ariana. <laughs> Ariana, this this would be the one that stuck. Yes, it this would be. be the one that stuck. Yes, it would yeah. be. The latest for me, I discovered her in a movie theater with you sitting right next to me, Phil. This is uh, Ana de Armas. Ah, yes. She was in Knives Out. We were watching, Phil and I were in the movie theater together watching Knives Out. And like 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes into the movie, Phil Phil just turned to me and he was like, is it just me? Or are you like totally distracted by how gorgeous she is? Uh, and still to this day, I'm like, I'm so jealous of, of, of Ben Affleck. I know. Never thought I'd be jealous of Ben Affleck. J- just kidding. I do like Ben. I think he's great. But yeah. Um, yeah, she is just she is so talented and so gorgeous. She has she's the the whole package. Yes, I everything about her. I, love I her. agree. I forgot about that one, Anna, but you're are right. You listening? That was a good that was a good remembrance. Are you listening? <laughs> Random question of the week. Phil, I'll go first. What is your favorite pasta sauce? Favorite pasta sauce? I can't really get it uh right now, but it, it's fed it uh it's Alfredo. I always, I always have to say the you whole like thing. You like the Alfredo? I do like the Alfredo. Uh, I, I, I am a sucker. I do like spaghetti and meatballs with marinara sauce, but Alfredo sauce is is the man. I could just eat up and, and guzzle, guzzle, my friend. Alfredo sauce, it's so good. For you, my random question for you, David: Would you ever become a stud and charge fees to carry on the Hoffman name and bloodline? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, making my question feel a little uh insignificant uh would i ever become like a like a like a donor like a sperm donor oh no my friend not a donor you've you've got to go full thrust into this this line of work <laughs> gotcha uh would i ever become uh um, but it's with the and- aim it's with the aim to of procreate to procreate yes it's there's no enjoyment yes. here it's um, purely I'm professional getting, i'm getting purely professional of course yeah. um it always is um <laughs> always but is. i'm getting pay, paid for this <laughs> yes yes you are yes you are uh no no i think like i would love to say yeah sure why not no i i i think it's too personal of a thing for me like i i can't i can't just have like imagine that like, resume kids out th- kids with like many women who like i'm not actually that like connected with and no can't do it i gotta be i gotta be uh I gotta be Papa. Well, you would be. This is Once More, and uh, this week we are going to try and uh, somewhat associate it with our main topic here. And David, I thought that this would be very interesting to the people. Now, we can take one of two ways with this, because the prompt is going to be, what level of celebrity could you handle? Meaning, what level of popu- popularity could you live with if you could choose it? Now, do you want me to give you the full on all, what do I have? I think I have like four different levels of celebrity, at least within actors. Would you rather me give you all four levels of the celebrity and kind of explain them? Or do you want to go point by point and then you say, yeah, I think I could go there. No, I think I couldn't. Let's do it the second way. Second way. Why not? Okay. Uh, first, le- first celebrity level is Kylie Jenner. You're recognized everywhere locally. You have to travel with security. Do a lot of selfies and rich, we think. Oh, God. Maybe is, even yeah. having to do a television show all the time. 
No, 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 no. I, I, I don't, I don't really think I, I don't want to have to travel with security. I don't want to have to. I don't want to be expected to post on Instagram. I'll post on Instagram when I'm good and ready. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and like, I don't need to. Like, I, I don't need to be a billionaire. That is so, so capitalist. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. She's a. She's like the self-made billionaire who would never have become a billionaire if it weren't for uh, her fame, her family. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, no, can't do it. Okay, next one. Michael Jackson, world famous megastar, can't go anywhere in the world without being recognized anywhere, but uber talented. Okay, no, uh, no, no, I'd rather not. Okay. To be honest, I'd rather not be at that level, no. Okay, next one is still in that vein. It's uh, and I labeled it as the Macaulay Culkin slash Lindsay Lohan strain of famous where you're a child star (laughs) grew up in and with the limelight on you. Some might say you peaked as a child, but people typecast you all the time and you have all that young money. I mean, no, I don't. I I mean, I'm kind of beyond that now. I'm not famous and I'm I'm in my 20s. So no. Uh, But no, if if that was like an option presented to me, like. I don't know. I would rather like again. I wouldn't do that. But I think I feel like there's definitely some some intermediary celebrity levels that are missing here. But go on. Sure. And then Daniel Day Lewis, where you're uber talented, but ultimately less famous than you probably deserve, could go around in a mask and be completely unrecognizable to the general public, but within your circle, highly respected and highly touted. Yeah that that would be that would be uh, that would be the ideal for me. I would love to like I would love nothing more than to like win an Oscar. But but not necessarily be like winning an Oscar like as Leonardo DiCaprio, who's like known in like every movie and he's super right. famous. Right. I would rather be I would rather be that that guy who wins an Oscar and everyone like checks out the movie, maybe. But like two years later, they've kind of forgotten about it. Hmm. You know, I that like I still have the award. I still have the recognition within my within the industry, but not necessarily like people aren't going to be like chasing me down the street or anything like respected well-known but not necessarily like swarmed all the time yeah i think that's where the sweet spot is yeah i think so too i think that that's where i would go did you have another level that you said you wanted to incorporate that you can not think of really like i mean again like i i would i would i go back to our main topic where i where i talked about pedro pascal and jenna fisher both respected they work a lot have worked a lot at least they've done lots of things they've had a, 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 a career with lots of variety but aren't like they're not fe- like they're not constantly like getting chased by 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 paparazzi you know and and crucially i don't know about pedro pascal but jenna fisher has that family so like that level of fame where like you know i'm i'm well known people love my work but i'm not like again getting chased okay uh speaking of which we uh speaking of daniel day lewis we've got one of his illegitimate sons coming up here to play a game with us Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this segment of the podcast. Uh, We are going to be playing a game, but of course, a game means that we will be bringing in a guest. And today's guest, David, is a friend of both of ours. The one, the only, the illegitimate child of Daniel Day-Lewis, Cole Lewis. Welcome to the show, Cole. Uh, Thank you, Phil. (laughs) Yes. I I love the honor of Daniel Day-Lewis's son, no, illegitimate son. I it's even questionable. <laughs> it's a very you you are you are nothing if not a bastard, Cole. Oh. Bastard from a basket. Yeah, see. There <laughs> we go. We all know each other. All right. So, David, you want to break down this week's game? 
Yeah, so it was actually my turn to come up with a game, and I came up with a game, and then Phil thought it was his turn and came up with a better game. So we're just going to do that, because who cares? Um, yeah, so do, am I supposed to explain the concept here? Sure, sure. I think Basically, we'll... we're going to be... we're gonna, Phil and I have each got, like, five uh audio snippets and it'll be the challenge of the two competitors myself and cole and then philip and cole to try to mimic that sound or (laughs) impression or whatever it may be (laughs) as best they can and i think so for example phil will play a sound cole and i will do our best imitation of that sound and then phil i guess will decide who did it better? Is that is that right, Phil? It's approximately, yeah. So we're each going to have probably our own take on it. But essentially, it's a, we'll call this the Mockingjay Challenge, where we each have an audio thing, whether that we want them to reciprocate or make. Uh, and and it'll, it'll make sense as we go along. And the judge will have ultimate say. Uh, we might have to bring this to social to say, you know, do you agree with that? But for lack of a, of a better time right now, we are just going to make whoever comes up with the sounds to be the judge. Now, David, do you want to go first or second since it is your week to choose? Uh, I will go second. You and go second. I, 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 do, I do have faith in both of us to be as fair as possible. Okay, so. cool. All right. So, Cole, since you are our guest, you shall be the first up on the chopping block. The <laughs> sound I want you both to make. Is the sound of you, and this is going to be themed since we are still on our last little gasp of of air on Oscars, uh, since we're finally going to leave it. And I know everybody's excited for us to leave the Oscars. We will be done. But this is our last little gasp of it. So that keep in mind, that's the theme. I want both of you guys, starting with Cole, to make the sound of you in the limo being driven to the awards. Whatever sound pops into your mind. So, Cole, what is the sound one would hear of you in the limo being driven to the award show. I'm sorry, I'm in the limo? What's the sound yeah, I hear? Yeah, you can do either the sound of the limo, you can do the sound of what What would it sound like if somebody had an audio recorder of you inside of the limo, uh, and you can go. <laughs> oh, oh, God, they they have champagne in here? God, I might just turn 21. This is, uh, I'm on my way to the Oscars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this Academy Award. <laughs> Uh, for best actor, I'm definitely going to beat out um, Anthony Hopkins. All right. There's our, yeah, there, there we go. Thank you. There's our first contestant. And Hoffman, you are next. All right. Anyone for some champagne? I think I've had a little too much already. All right. I'm going to give the first round. As uh, as in, as third person as Cole Lewis's was, I'm gonna go and David's. I'm gonna go with David because he at least gave me the uh, the champagne sizzle. No, <laughs> no, that's so unfair. All right, now, now you you have a barometer, Cole. You have a barometer to elevate yourself to going forward. All right, next one, David Hoffman. You get first. You get first tug at this, if you will. Okay. The sound a paparazzi taking pictures of you. Uh. <laughs> David, look over here. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? All right, there's contestant number one. Cole. I'm sorry. Did you say who are you wearing? Yeah, no, that's common. Yeah, that's, that's what common. they say. That, that is what, what they say. Yeah, they go and with. You go. You... Oh, this is Louis Vuitton. Oh, this is Gucci. <laughs> 
Versace. All right. It's like, they, who are you wearing as in who's the designer? Who's the designer? Who's the brand? Okay. All, All right, right. Cool. Cole Lewis, you are next. And right. go. <clears throat> oh, my, oh my gosh, there's Cole Lewis. He's getting out of the limo right now. Hey, everybody. How you all doing tonight? Oh my gosh, is he... That is that a velvet blue tuxedo? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> cool, why don't you get over here on the red carpet with uh, Scarlett Johansson and take a few pictures? Oh, of course. All right. <laughs> you know, I got to say, Cole Lewis rose to the challenge, and I got to give him the point over there. So that's a yeah, that's a no, one and no one tie. There. Yeah, yeah, beat that no Hoffman. There we go. He can't. All right, one and one tie. All right, next one. Uh, We're going to go to you first, Cole. The sound of you meeting Meryl Streep for the first time in person. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Money, money, money must be funny in a rich man's world. Meryl Streep, I loved you in Mamma Mia. I think that is by far your best performance of all time. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Just to be clear, your your first introduction to Meryl Streep and you you take the cojones to sing to her. You sing to her as me, your first introduction. You know, as I imagine it in my head, like uh-huh. say like there's the red carpet, I'm on one side and she's on the other and I see her and then I'm just kind of like doing this this seductive lunge towards her just singing that mm. song and then she's going to reciprocate it back. And um, yes. the rest is history. Seductive lunges all up and down the red carpet. Why haven't we seen that before? <laughs> Go ahead, David. You are next up. I, uh, um, I, um, mother, my, Mary, Meryl, Meryl Streep. Um, I, I got to say, I just, uh, well, uh, Sophie's Choice was just like my, just an absolute, oh my God. I would, I mean, I would never be so, so brazen and bold is to suggest that mama mia was somehow <laughs> superior to sophie's choice you were just so talented uh, you know what david's was more authentic but i love the boldness of cole's and that he elected to sing and i think that that would elicit a much better response from meryl streep that she's never really had to deal with before so i'm going to give it to cole even though I appreciate the authenticity that you brought forward, David. I just, so Cole leads now two to one. We go into the next one. David, you get to go first here. Okay. The sound of you being announced the winner of your first Oscar. All right. And the Oscar goes to David Hoffman, Knight Rider. <laughs> woo, woo. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, uh, I, uh, gosh, I, I, so many people to thank. And yet, uh, yet it's not about that, is it? Because, uh, cause I'm standing up here and, uh, my work is just, uh, just amazing. So, uh, thank you to me. Glorious me. Good night, everybody. Have a great time. All right. Thank you, Kanye. Now we're going to go to Cole and you, uh, and you may start whenever you are ready, Cole. Okay. And the nominees are Timothy Oakes, Philip Amorine. Cole Lewis and David Hoffman. And the winner is Cole Lewis. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Oh, thank you. I just I just really want to say uh, thank you to my fellow nominees, except for uh, Mr. Hoffman, as he gave one failure of a performance. He's the only person I know to be nominated for a Razzie <laughs> and an Oscar. And um, I'm glad he took home the Razzie and not the Oscar. Thank you very much, everybody. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Shade. Uh, That, you know what? I liked Cole's enthusiasm more, but 
I just don't see it ever happening in the Oscar history to be nominated and win a Razzie and be nominated in an Oscar. So for the lack of authenticity on this one, it bit you. Well, hold, hold on. Hold on one second. Didn't mm. Glenn Close get nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar this year? And she won the Razzie, but didn't win the Oscar. I think. Wow. Is this true, David? Do you, are you aware of this, Hoffman? Is I, this- I don't even know what a Razzie is, so don't ask me. Oh, Okay, well, Razzie, Razzie is like... What, go ahead, Cole. It's like the worst. So, like, the Oscars are the best, the Razzies are the worst. Yeah, uh, essentially, Razzies really? wow. are, are awards for giving the worst performance. So, if you win the Razzie for Best Picture, you you won an award for putting out... Like, I think Jack and Jill by Adam Sandler won the Razzie a couple of years ago. That's that's <laughs> that's what it's what we're talking about. That should have won an Oscar. Uh, it, was no. it for Hillbilly Elegy or was it for a different movie? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was for Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, wow. Jesus. Okay. I gotta say, wow. Cole Lewis, up on his pop culture right here, she did, uh, she did in fact get a nomination for the same role in Hillbilly Elegy. I'm, wow, I'm absolutely shocked. Way to go. Cole, your, your histrionics shan't win you win you this one but it will be merited in the final round here as david pulls off a win for his role in winning an oscar last one here for for night rider somehow yes for night rider out of night rider <laughs> all right <laughs> not uh, ghost rider not ghost rider no cole since you are our guest i brought six of these sound cues here so do you want the first the as the last one do you want one or two you either get option A or option B. Which would you choose? Uh, option B. Option B. Well, gentlemen, I need your best sound of you trying to subtly hit on one of the actresses for best supporting actress. Cole, you get to go first. Any like, any actress ever? One supporting sure. actress? Sure. I, I, I've thought of it more as a generic of, you know, you're just at the awards. She's at the awards at a different table and you're trying to get her attention and subtly hit on her. <laughs> okay all right um here it goes hey um congratulations that's uh that's a nice it's a nice award you got there oh thank you uh, that was it's really nice of you you know um i don't usually do this but uh you know i got something pretty shiny myself jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right and and Hoffman, you can follow that up whenever you're ready. Oh, oh, I'm you're. Oh, wow, you you're Scarlett Johansson. I, you know, you your performance in Marriage Story was just just awesome. I, um, you know, I I I think I amongst such amazing nominees, it's so impressive for you to just shine above the rest. And uh, gosh, I hope to one day. Be in, uh, be in your shoes. Um, and <laughs> I was going to go a different direction there, but I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> All right. Well, in light of that, Cole Lewis, your first appearance and your first win. Congratulations, yep. my man. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I got to be honest. When you said impressions, I, I was thinking more like, like do a Scooby-Doo or like a Kronk impression or something. If we would have done those two specifically, I, I would have won for sure. Yeah. But it seems like I already win, so. Yes, yeah, so you would have well, won. Cole, you would have been competing against me, and so I don't know. I, I think uh, my, my Kronk <laughs> is pretty good. 
Hey, uh, your cock is, uh, it's pretty good, but uh, not as good as mine. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Well, that is a separate game, and we'll have to bring you back on to uh, fully duke it out. But let's go over to Hoffman. Hoffman, what is your iteration yeah. of this game? So I actually, I actually do have some kind of. They're they're not going to be impressions of specific uh, of just general characters, but very specific lines from movies. Okay, and I'll play. I'll play the line that I want you to say. Okay, and then I want, I want you both to to do your best attempt. At recreating at imitating this. Yes. Okay. At recreating Ooh, the moment. Okay. I, I like hope this. this is gonna work. I've, I've got the link, so I'm gonna. Yeah. This is the first one. Cole, you're gonna be going first here. Okay. Get it down, ice cream. All right. There All right. you go. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. I just go. Yeah. Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Oh, both good, both good. Um, that's tough. That's tough. Very, <laughs> very convincing. Uh, I'm gonna. I think the to- the intonation was just a little better with Cole. No, so I'm gonna give that one to Cole. <laughs> okay, Cole takes the first point. Uh, what's the next one? And I'll start off here. Confound it all, Samwise Gamgee. Have you been eavesdropping? I haven't dropped no eaves, sir, honest. Okay. <laughs> are we doing Gandalf or Sam? Let me, let me go back. You were you're, you're trying to repeat uh, Sam's Sam's first first line in that. I'll play it again. Thank you. Okay. Confound it all, Samwise Gamgee. Have you been eavesdropping? I haven't dropped no eaves, sir, honest. Can you uh, go ahead? Can you uh, before I do it? Can you just give me the what the line is? I I'm not familiar. Enough. I ain't, I ain't been dropping no eaves, sir. Honest eaves, eaves like okay. eavesdropping. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Okay, <clears throat> I ain't been dropping no eaves, sir. Honest, Cole. <laughs> I ain't been dropping no eaves, sir. Honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I, either of you got nailed the accent. Um... I, I disagree wholeheartedly with that. I gave the performance of a lifetime in that goddamn clip, and I want my you Oscar know, now. We, <laughs> we've been I, over I this do. Often. I am Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you are on the inside, but uh, but I think that one that one has to has to is edged by by as slim a margin as the last one by Phil. Yes. So we're back up one 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 apiece, and here's the next one. I couldn't disagree more. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Go ahead. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Duh. <laughs> All right, I got it. I love the I, yeah, I know. I, I, acapella, acapella soundtrack. There. Yeah, he Go created ahead, his Phil. own outro music. I uh, I don't know how to compete with that. <clears throat> you best start believing in ghost stories, Mrs. Turner. You're in one. Da da. <laughs> I, that one definitely goes to Phil. All that right. one was a strong <laughs> one there. I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. All right. Uh, yes. You had all the grunt that, that was necessary. Thank you. Thank you. If okay. there's one that I needed to win, that's the one I needed and wanted. That is that that quote always makes me think of you, Phil. God bless it. God bless it. All right. What's our next our uh Okay, I gotta Morpheus. let me let me start over. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. Mm, okay, I start out I here. can't do that. That's totally tailored for Phil. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean here, Cole? All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Here we go. 
Wait, what's the line one more time? Just like, just like written out, just to make- as you. I think it's as you probably have guessed. I'm Morpheus. Okay, okay. Mm-mm. As you probably have guessed, I am Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> can I? You're can so Phil calm. Can Phil just win this one? You got a shot here, Cole. Go on. All right. <clears throat> as you probably have guessed, I am Morpheus. <laughs> you both so like relaxed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how to choose that one. That one's a tough one. Do you want to? Do you want to retest? Do you want to retest? Yeah, go All ahead. Right. Do it here. Again. Let me both let me give you a little something. He he seems very calm in the clip, but you you seem like you want a little more. So let me just <clears throat> let me just grab something down here. <laughs> Command me. Yes, as you probably have guessed, <laughs> I am Morpheus. <laughs> Cole, take your right, shot sorry. again. Here we go. <laughs> Add a little something. Do, do give a little sizzle for Hoffman. As you probably have guessed, I am Morpheus. Are you seducing Hoffman? What the? <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to be seduced by Morpheus? I, I, oh, God, I'm torn here. But in the interest of uh, of the game itself. Uh, I'm going to give it to Cole, and we will have what? a tiebreaker here, <laughs> two to two. And here is your last one. You will know it. And this one, <laughs> creativity points for this one. <laughs> okay. No, I am your father. Uh, right. I believe Cole takes this one first. Yes. Yep. Go ahead, Cole. Creativity points. <laughs> I am your father. All right. Okay, Phil. Luke, I am your father. Everything the sun touches, we own. That's why we bought this very expensive Darth you Vader know, Dark Star. You know, Phil, I, <laughs> I, I was ready to give it to you there. I don't know. You, you, you got the quote wrong. It's no, I am your father, not Luke. I am your father. That is the main mistake everyone makes too. They everyone always think it's Luke. I am your yeah. father. Let me tell you, yeah, Hoffman, um, if, I, if you don't give this to me, I'm about to be more I, than your daddy. I, <laughs> for, for, I did say creativity points and, uh, and just throwing in the, the Mufasa there gets you the win. So yeah, baby. Congratulations, Phil. Yes. <laughs> oh, God bless it. God bless it. I can't, I can't argue with that. That, um, that was just beautiful, Phil. Thank you. Or should I say thank you? <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate Gosh, this. Cole, Cole, it has been such such an awesome time having you, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, uh, thank and you. We will definitely have you back at some point uh, uh, soon. I hope. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Anything, um, anything that you would wanna you would wanna plug quickly before we before we say goodbye? <clears throat> uh, just thank you for having me. And uh, I mean, if there's ever like you guys ever have anything about movies, you know, I'm always in for movies. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds great, man. And with that, our score goes for me now four to six. And David is now tied at five and five. Ooh. That slaps. This week, I am going to do a, a little bit of a plug for a, a friend of mine in L.A., a musician. I've, I've 
featured one of his songs on this segment before. This one is my favorite of his songs. His name is Julian Divizio. He's a good friend of mine, and I love his work. His song, I Just Wanna Love You, is a, is a, is a total bop. I love it. It gives me, gives me joy every time I hear it. And uh, you should definitely check him out. And this will be on our playlist, so check it out. Yeah, my That Slaps is going to be called... It's a song called You. And it's uh, performed by Regard, Troy Sivan, and Tate McRae. I could have mispronounced any and all of those names. But this is the one that I'm going to call my shot on, David. I think that this will be the first My That Slaps that you will absolutely absolutely adore. Or at least that I, I will come to know. I'm going to call my shot. Have you listened to the playlist? Have you have you like actually like put it on and listened to it? Uh, in all honesty, Spotify is is not my music platform, so I haven't really. I'd have to uh, go out of my way to listen to it, and I just haven't been able to. It's like it's not only that it's. I if it were on Apple Music, which is where I go. If it were on Apple Music, I would. It's much more easily accessible to me. Where Spotify, it's it's a it's gotcha. like three steps, which is fine. Um, but no, I have not. Does it have any flow whatsoever on like shuffle? Not really, but you know what? It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like most of the songs. <laughs> most of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> most of the songs. Thank you so much for listening this week. We want to give out a few thank yous before we close up shop here and pack up the tents. Thank you to Tara Amstutz for all of her wonderful graphic work and design on our logo that we try to use any and everywhere. Tara, we really appreciate your contribution to the show. We love it. Thank you. And thank you to Casting Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on this show. It's wonderful. It adds so much. Thank you, guys. Remember to subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes that you haven't got a chance to yet. And uh, subscribe to make sure that you listen to all of our future incoming episodes. We're pretty much any and everywhere you want to go. I already so told you that I'm not a big Spotify guy, but we got have some. We have some stuff there. We have some stuff on Apple, uh, on Apple iTunes, and and everything else. And then of course we've even got stuff on Google. Everywhere that you can go, except for Pandora, because let's be honest, you're not listening to us on Pandora. You watch out for bears, no. 